Good afternoon and happy Friday, everyone. Welcome to episode 55 of Sports Takes Galore. I'm your host, Gabe, and thank you for listening. In this episode, you'll get my takes on everything going on in the NBA right now. Plus, trouble in Seattle. Russell Wilson and the Seahawks seem to be at odds. According to multiple reports, could we see Russell Wilson in a different uniform in 2021? My takes on that. And also, Cam Newton states that he's not done yet. So, I'm going to give you the best fits for Cam Newton if he's no longer in New England. Coming up on the other side. And now, without further ado, let's get right into it. I'm going to start my opening take in the NBA. I'm going to start off with my Los Angeles Lakers. And I admit, it has been hard to watch these last four games as the Lakers have lost four in a row after getting thrashed in Utah by 25. Now I get it. The Lakers don't have their second best player in Anthony Davis, who's still nursing that Achilles and calf injuries. And their third best playmaker, Dennis Schroeder, who still has to wait for his time to be over with in the COVID-19 protocols. And right now, LeBron is just a one-man team. Basically, right now, the Lakers are the Cleveland Browns of LeBron's early years in Cleveland and in his last two seasons with the, with the Cavaliers. I mean, it's just him and everybody else. Yeah, Kuzma has had his moments, but not consistent enough. And right now, their defense looks terrible. I mean, before this losing streak, they were the number one defense in the NBA. And look, it just seems to me, from what I'm watching, is there's no effort on the defensive side of the ball. Now, whether that's just the scheme due to these players being out or what, but either way, there's no excuse. Players get hurt all the time. I mean, it's up to the rest of the team to step up. Now, there's no need to panic. I mean, once they get AD and Dennis Schroeder back, I think they'll get back to form. But still, right now, nobody fears the Lakers. The Jazz showed Tuesday night, I mean Wednesday night, I'm sorry, that they didn't fear. We all know the Clippers don't fear. And I'm sure the rest of the Western Conference, even teams in the Eastern Conference, don't fear the Lakers. Now they have a chance to stop the bleeding tonight, playing the Portland Trailblazers. Who've also lost, who've lost three in a row. So something has to give. But right now, I need my Lakers to pick it up. Speaking of the Utah Jazz, is it is it time we start talking Utah Jazz versus the Brooklyn Nets in the NBA Finals? I mean, right now. The Jazz look like the one one of the most complete teams in the NBA. 
I mean, Donovan Mitchell, of course, is leading the way. Mike Conley's is balling out. Rudy Gobbard, Jordan Clarkson. I mean, they play, they're playing well on both sides of the ball. But the question will be, when they get in the playoffs, will they be able to continue that? Being a complete team. Because we, we've seen this before with a lot of teams over the years. I mean, they're good in the regular season. But when they get in the playoffs, they're just one, one series and done. It's like they're not the same team. I mean, this is a young and somewhat inexperienced team. So I, I'm going to give them praise right now because they are playing the best, one of the best balls right now. But I have to see more in the playoffs because I think that's what they're going to be judged by. Just like the Los Angeles Clippers. Speak of another team that I believe will only be judged by not only playoffs, but winning the NBA title is the Brooklyn Nets. In my Nets Index that I call on Sports Taste Galore, I must say I may have to change my tune now about the Brooklyn Nets. Now, I know I've been killing them because it just seems like a good offensive team, which is to be expected, and a lousy defensive team. But lately, they, 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 they've shown that they can play some defense. They've won eight straight games. And six or seven of these games have been without Kevin Durant. James Harden has been on a tear through this eight-game winning streak. Kyrie Irving, of course, has been doing his thing. So when Kevin Durant gets back, they look to be scary. But then again... But again the finals is what this team is going to be judged by. And if they don't make the finals, if, if they're bounced from the playoffs, then there's going to be a lot coming down on this team. And rightfully so. Another team that's been struggling in the NBA have been the Boston Celtics. They've lost four out of the last five games. What's going on with the Celtics? I mean, the roster looks to be one of the most talented rosters in the NBA. And for Boston, it's been that way over the past four to five years. But, out, but outside of Jalen, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, the rest of the supporting cast isn't giving them much consistency. Kimball Walker doesn't seem like he's the same player since come back from that injury. Seems like he's a shell of himself. And the defense has been terrible. Exhibit A, last Sunday versus the New Orleans Pelicans. In the third quarter with six minutes to go, they had a 24-point lead, squandered the lead, and lost in overtime. Now, of course, the heart and soul of their team, Marcus Smart, he's been out with injury, so... That's possibly hurt, hindering them right now. But I have to ask this, I'm going to ask this question again, like I asked after the Celtics got bounced last year. Is it time for, Derek, for Brad Stevens to go? I mean, what more can this team do with him as coach? I mean, they've been talented throughout his tenure. 
But all we've seen from them is first and second round exits from the playoffs. I mean, Danny Ainge needs to look in the mirror and needs to tell think look at look at himself and think has the ceiling been hit? What more what more can I do with this team in its current form? Either way, they still got a chance to turn it around. There are two games in the 500, but I, I see the same result. You know, either one second round or exit, even if they make the postseason. And if they don't make the postseason, it's definitely time to shake things up. Now let's switch gears to the NFL. And the NFL, as I've said, is arguably America's biggest soap opera. Because it never disappoints when it comes to off-season headlines. So, this week, the biggest headline has been conflict in Seattle. And of course, this started when Russell Wilson went on the Dan Patrick show a couple of weeks ago and aired out his displeasure of the direction of the Seahawks organization. That he wanted some more say in personnel. And he didn't like the fact that he was getting beat up all the time. So now, according to multiple reports out there this week, they seem to be button heads. And now his agent yesterday said Russell Wilson has not demanded a trade. But if a trade is considered... He named four teams that he would like to be traded to. The Dallas Cowboys. The New Orleans Saints. The Las Vegas Raiders. And the Chicago Bears. Now, of course, Russell Wilson does have a no trade clause, so he can dictate what team he can go to. Just like Russell Wilson. Just like, um... Deshaun Watson. I'm going to say this before I break down my takes on the teams with this take. If Russell Wilson is traded from the Seahawks, they're nothing. We're not going to be talking about the Seahawks probably for a long time. I mean, they are basically a lottery team. I mean, Pete Carroll probably most likely resign and go back to college for all we know. If there's no Russell Wilson. Because Russell Wilson has been a staple for that team during his nine years in Seattle. Yeah, they've had the running game and yeah, they've had the defense. But when they need to win a game, Russell Wilson was there. Now, as a 49er fan, I'd be glad to see Russell Wilson out of uh, out of the um, NFC West. But hey. The man is a top five quarterback. Top 10. So any team that gets him is going to be in better shape than they were. But any team that wants to trade for Russell Wilson better be prepared to pony up. Just like Deshaun Watson, if he's traded from the Houston Texans, teams better be prepared to pay the Kings ransom. Now, 
Let me break down these teams, not in no particular order, but the four teams that he'd like to be traded to. First is the Dallas Cowboys. Now, we all know Cowboy fans think they can win the Super Bowl every year. If the Dallas Cowboys is able to acquire Russell Wilson, you're not going to be able to shut Cowboy fans up. I mean, you go after you go after you have to um turn off your phones. <laughs> I mean, stop answering your texts or whatever to any cowboy fan you know, because all they're gonna be talking is Super Bowl. And don't think Jerry Jones won't consider this option over paying Dak Prescott. I think he'd even give up two or three third first round picks and Dak Prescott just to get Russell Wilson. I mean, everything for him in Dallas is there for him to succeed. I mean, of course, if the offensive line can stay healthy, you got Zeke Elliott, you got Amari Cooper and CeeDee Lamb, so the offense is going to be pretty potent. And of course, if they can get the defense straightened out, particularly the back four, you know, Dallas is going to be a force. So it would definitely be must-see TV. I mean, they got the Cowboys on TV all the time anyway, so heh, they may be they may be on um TV probably 15 out of 16 weeks in your local area. Of course, that's an exaggeration, but you know you're gonna see a lot of the Cowboys in either in in every way, shape, or form if Russell Wilson's on that team. Now I think the this 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 next team would probably be his best option. If, it, if, if the Saints can make it happen, if Drew Brees were to hang it up. The Saints would be a Super, Bowl con- a Super Bowl contender right away. I mean, they got Kamara, Michael Thomas. They got a strong defense. One of the best of offensive minds and Sean Payton. I mean, it's everything he needs to possibly win another Super Bowl. And who wouldn't want to see Russell Wilson versus Tom Brady twice a year? Chances are, if they both make the postseason, you may see him three times in one season. Now that is must-see TV. Another team that I think... Now this other team that Russell Wilson is considering is the Las Vegas Raiders. Oh man... You want when when fans get back in the seats, you know it's going to be sold out every home game. I mean, John Gruden would be licking his chops if he could get Russell Wilson. Yay! You want three first round picks, Derek Carr, Seattle. Here you go. I mean, he's got a he's got um, Jacobs, Josh Jacobs at running back. Got some young receivers and the speedster Henry Ruggs. So offensively, they're going to be potent. And they're going to need to be. Because the Raiders are in the same division with Patrick Mahomes and Justin Herbert. So he's going to need the, the Raiders offense to score points. And Russell Wilson will do that for them. 
Of course, the only thing Russell Wilson can't do for the Raiders is play defense. So the Raiders will have to decide, I mean, is, is getting Russell Wilson worth sacrificing some picks to rebuild your defense? Hmm, I don't know. I mean, that's that's that. There's a there's a balancing act. You got to weigh it. You got to weigh the cost. And we all know the NFL is a business. And more times than not, the business side wins over the football side. Would John Gruden and Mike Mayock buck that trend for Russell Russell Wilson? Hmm. Now another team. That he listed with the Chicago Bears. I mean, they do have a championship defense. And the defense would be breathing a sigh of relief. Because Russell Wilson would make the Bears offense a lot better. They wouldn't have to um, waste their efforts every Sunday. Because of an inept offense. And they, and they may be able, to be able to keep Allen Robinson. Their free agent wide receiver. And one of the team's best players. On the team, if they can get Russell Wilson, they'll still need to they still need to get pieces in the running game, and get somebody to complement Allen Robinson. But you put this team together with Russell Wilson, and he's going to at least get them at least 10, 10, 10, 11 wins, and he'll make those games with the Bears versus the Packers better than they have been in the past few years. I mean, Rodgers versus Russell Wilson twice a year. Definitely. But to end this segment on Russell Wilson, the Seahawks would be crazy to trade him. They gotta they, they need to accommodate him because he's done everything possible to keep the Seahawks relevant. Every year, except one season, the Seahawks have been in the playoffs. Now, I know they're tired of all these first and second round exits. But they need to do they need to do better in accommodating their franchise quarterback. If he is that for the future. Now I'm going to close with another quarterback who may be on the move. And that's Cam Newton. Now, Cam Newton's still with the Patriots. But there's a good chance they're going to move on from him. So, I put together what I believe the best fits for Cam Newton, whether he's a starter or a backup quarterback. My my first team is the Washington football team. I mean, reunite with, with, with um, Ron Rivera? I'm sure Cam Newton would love that. I mean, they got a strong defense that they've built. I mean, they got some young players you know, Anton Gibson at running back, Terry McLaurin at um wide receiver. So there's a lot for him to work with. So, I mean, he might, the Redskins might be good for eight to 10 wins and a playoff berth. Because, I mean, they still got a ways to go. But Cam Newton, I think, would be good for 
the Washington football team if they don't bring Alex Smith back. Now this next team, I believe, would be a good fit for Cam Newton. But of course, it being a backup role, would be the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, I know Ben Roethlisberger is coming back. They're going to restructure his arm contract. But Steeler fans, you need to ask yourselves. What, what would happen if Ben Roethlisberger, unfortunately, were to go down? You look behind Ben Roethlisberger and you see Mason Rudolph, Doug Hodges, Dwayne Haskins. Are you confident that they'll be able to hold the fork down? Hmm. I think you know the answer to that. Cam Newton will at least be in there and be able to pick up the slack if Ben were to go down. And not only that, if, even if Ben plays a full season, Cam Newton could be there to be a bridge quarterback. For the Steelers until they find the next franchise quarterback. So the Roonies and Mike Tomlin need to consider this very much. Another team I think would benefit by having Cam Newton is the Chicago Bears. I mean, like Russell Wilson, he'll make he'll make the offense better. Of course, Russell Wilson will make it much better than Cam, but at least he would stable. He would he would be a good st- staple for the Bears. I mean, they got the defense. So I mean, all they need now is to keep Allen Robinson, get a compliment to him, get a running game because Cam Newton can't be the only running game the Bears have. I mean, you're probably looking at nine nine wins at least. I mean, he doesn't put them over the top but he makes them a little bit better. I mean, they may be able to compete with the Packers and the Vikings. And of course, the Lions are still rebuilding, so nothing to see there. Now, here's a team that that nobody's probably mentioning a spot for Cam Newton. And this is, this is if, and only a big if, the Seahawks move away from Russell Wilson. Why not the Seahawks? I mean, Pete Carroll likes building his team around the running game and the defense. And of course, he would be very inexpensive. I mean, that's what Pete Carroll wants, right? I mean... Cam Newton, of course, he'll need the Cam Newton that can pass the ball because he's going to have to make some plays with his arm as well. I mean, he's got some good he's got some good wide receivers, DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett. I mean, so there's there, there's there's no reason to think that that Cam Newton can't um, go into Seattle and at least make. I don't think he's going to make them great, but you know, they might get eight wins and. That's probably it. But the fit would be there. But I'll say this in closing on Cam Newton. Cam Newton's definitely not the same player he was. Now, 
Of course, he didn't have an offseason, so that might have contributed to his struggles, along with the fact that he caught COVID-19. But I believe with a full offseason, OTAs, training camp, mini camp, that'll give us a better indicator on whether he still has it or it's time for him to hang it up. And now, this will conclude episode 55 of Sports Takes Galore. I'm your host, Gabe. Thank you again for listening. Thank you for downloading. I really appreciate it. You can follow this podcast on Anchor, Spotify, Apple, Google, and wherever you get your podcast platforms. You can follow me on Twitter at ggsports13. I'd like to thank you again for listening and downloading. I hope everyone has a wonderful weekend, and I will talk to you again next week. Bye-bye.